Dogs, welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to the headquarters. My name is Nicholas. This is BDGE, Big Dogs. Gotta eat. And there's a lot of different directions I can go with this right now. Um, we'll start by welcoming you guys in. It is Q and Assaults every Saturday. Normally it's Friday, of course, but we've got Saturday games. And we just had Damian Harris ruled out, which means it's Ramondre Stevenson. Saison. And that's got me reinvigorated. That's got me a little bit, a little bit happier than the suicidal tendencies I woke up with this morning. YouTube, don't flag that shit. I'm joking. Minorly. Do you know why? Sorry, let me continue welcoming you guys in. It's Cune Assault Saturday, Friday. Uh, where you guys ask me any sit-start questions you may have. You just assault me with any questions about your fantasy lineups that you have for week 15. And it's a beautiful day out here in New York. It was a horrible night last night. So I have two important matchups in fantasy this week, right? For getting into the playoffs, for the first round of the playoffs, right? <clears throat> There's only two matchups that really mattered to me this week. One was against One Chains in the E-Town Get Down. Massive matchup. The second one was against Snacks in the Dynasty League, first round of the playoffs. Both of them are tight end premium. Both of them, as you can probably already guess, I played against Donald Parham. I'm kidding. Horrible joke. Hope he's okay. But I'm I'm in worse shape than Donald Parham is right now because I fucking played against Travis Kelsey, bro. In both of the leagues. In both of the leagues, they're both tight end premium. I'm playing against Snacks and One Chains. Like two people I couldn't have wanted to win against more than these two assholes. And I have to play against Kelsey dropping a fucking 41 burger on me the first player of the week. Sets the tone in the worst way possible. So I'm going, I like, it, it's the fourth quarter, and I'm, like, trying to go to bed, right? And I'm, like, feeling good. I'm, like, I haven't slept in, like, four days. I might get a good night's sleep. We're going into the fourth quarter, and they have, Kelsey has, like, what, four fucking seven points, eight points or something? Unbelievable, right? Fourth quarter and overtime, he ends up with 41 fucking points. Ruins my night, as you could see from the fucking bags under my eyes, like, it wasn't that I like stayed up not sleeping because of him, but it just put me in a bad mood. Like I had negative energy after that, and then I couldn't really sleep well afterwards. So I woke up extra furious, extra outraged this morning. But and we're about to film Fade the Public about an hour after this. Me, Animal, and One Chains. That video will go up tomorrow morning in which we talk about the matchup. I still have, despite the 41-point burger, that Kelsey put up on me to start the week. I still have a chance because in one change is starting lineup right now. He only has two running. He only has two running backs on the roster, I think. And they are Elijah Mitchell and DeAndre Swift. I don't think either of those guys are playing on the flip side. My running backs, Dalvin cook, Joe Mixon, Cordell Patterson, and Ramondre Stevenson. So it's possible. I got four RB ones going. It's, it's fucking bullshit because I started, I started, Honestly, I'm not going to go into it because we'll talk about it in the Fade the Public video that drops tomorrow. I started off slow, and then I got hot. Three-game win streak, was crawling back into the playoffs, and then I faced a 200 spot last week. I put up 180 points last week, which is a lot of points in our league. The person I was playing against put up 200, so I took the L. And now I'm about to play another person who puts up 200. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Hello, William. How are we, King? I hate everything about fantasy football. This is the first time I've been legitimately fucking angry in a minute when it comes to fantasy. 
all because Jordan James was out. He was the only one. I know, I know. There was just so there's so much pent up anger in me right now because of what they let him do. He he looked like a fucking slug running. Like he looked like a, a a Tyrannosaurus Rex that should be in a wheelchair. Like he wasn't good. He didn't look good. These guys just the Chargers defense just kept fucking falling down. Like there was a sniper in the fucking crowd, and they just like picking them off one by one. They're like, let's let Travis Kelsey run a fucking five nine forty down the fucking field piece of shit I'm fired up today and not in a good way Damian Harris was declared out yep I just updated my rankings so if any of you guys want the rankings they're available on bdge.store forward slash community um I moved Ramondre Stevenson up to half PPR he is the RB 14 right now I I'm thinking about moving him up to the RB13 over Aaron Jones. I could probably move him above Javante Williams, maybe two. He's going to have a big workload. This is still a tough matchup, though, on the road against Indianapolis. And the problem with playing Indianapolis is they also want to play bully ball, all right, which means 25 carries for Jonathan Taylor, which means clock dripping, just dripping like sweat down your armpits, but it's down the middle of the trenches against the Patriots defense. So on the flip side, it's like both running games likely won't have a super high volume. Like one of the teams will probably prevail on the ground. The other team might not get as many carries as the other one. I wonder what the, what's the over under on that? I, I feel like the under is probably a good bet just given how much clock is going to drip off eh, 45 and a half. It's not too high. You know what I'm saying? So, Ramondre Stevenson, I mean, he's definitely in your lineup. He's a top 15 guy. Likely to finish as a top 12 guy. I got a question for you, PPR. Pittman or Osborne? Also, do you think Hendo is going to play or ride with Sony? Yeah, dude, I'm trying to find updates on Henderson, and I can't find anything because I want to know what to do with Sony. If Henderson doesn't play, obviously, Sony's a must-start. Um... Let me see if, if I could find anything new new as of like super recently on Darrell Henderson. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Damn, yeah, we haven't heard anything on him. 
But he landed on the COVID list six days ago, so it's very possible he misses this game. Honestly, based off my limited knowledge and and only my technical degree as a doctor, I, I'd lean more towards him not playing. So Sony Michelle, obviously in your lineup, if that's the case, um, because he's getting you know twenty plus touches. They they trust him, and the Seahawks defense is atrocious. So that's a that's a player you want in your lineup. And then what was the other part of the question? Pittman or Osborne? Yeah, I'm 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 still gonna go with Pittman there, man. I know it's a really tough matchup, um, J.C. Jackson and the rest of the, just the Patriots defense overall. But like, I'm not, I'm not going to go away from Pittman. I still think I like him more. Where's Aaron Jones's value rest of season half PPR? I'm thinking he might be outside the top 15 now. Um, I would say that's probably about the right projection. I'm not sure. I haven't done rest of season rankings, and at this point, I'm probably not going to because there's only two weeks left. But I would say Aaron Jones, yeah, he's probably right around that 15 mark, man. Um, there are a lot of guys I would rather have ahead of him. There are a lot of guys with much more certain workloads still in that Aaron Rodgers offense, so there's going to be plenty of scoring opportunities. Um, but, yeah, man, you, I mean, you can't feel great about having Aaron Jones right now as, like, your RB1, your first-round pick. So I, I'd probably, he's probably, if I had to go off the top of my head in that like 13, 13, 14, 15 ish range. Pick one, Gibson, Michelle Stevenson. Good Lord. Uh, okay. So this might be the toughest question I answer all week. Jaden McKissick, I believe got back to practice. With Washington, they have no, like, when I tell you they might let Garrett Gilbert throw the ball a total of, like, seven times, that might actually happen. So, Gibson will probably get over 30 touches in this game. So, I think you might just have to rip Gibson, but they're going to stack the box like it's a fucking can of Pringles, man. Like, there's going to be no room for error there. I just think there's no way he doesn't get 30 touches. Um, Michelle's got the fantastic matchup, but he's probably not going to catch too many passes. Stevenson's clear. I would probably put Stevenson as last on my list because I'm, I'm most uncertain about like the matchup and Brandon Bolden could end up taking the pass, passing down work. If Darrell Henderson plays, then I'm definitely going to go with Gibson. Um, damn, that's tough. I, I think that's just a good problem to have for you. I, I don't think we can think too much about it. I'd probably end up going Gibson just because he's going to get 30 touches. But Sonny Michelle's 20 touches might be more efficient. That's really, really tough. I almost feel like a piece of shit for trying to answer it. Full PPR, Amari Cooper or Brandon Ayuk? Ooh, good question. Let me see what I got in my ranks. I feel like I might have Ayuk ahead of him. Ah, I've got Amari Cooper at 17. I have Brandon Ayuk at 18. Um, so according to my rankings, we'll have Cooper one spot ahead, but anytime the rankings are like 50, 50, you know, it's hard to have a strong conviction either way. Um, kind of a coin toss. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you for going Ayuk just because the target funnel is way more condensed and Elijah Mitchell's probably not going to play, which means Debo is going to play again, more running back, which means more targets for Ayuk and, and George Kittle. So it's a little bit more condensed, whereas, the way the Dallas Cowboys have been playing, I think it's probably the opposite. And as these other guys get healthy, right, Michael Gallup and Tony Pollard's back, Dalton Schultz, like that, the, the team at full strength, the target funnel is getting wider and and wider and wider and wider like a veteran porn star. Um, so now that I just said that out loud, I think I'm talking myself into 
Brandon Ayuk over Amari Cooper in full PPR. So that would be that. Where art thou? Aaron Rodgers under 282.5. Thank me later. Nothing worse than a thank me. Nothing worse than like, all right, let's see. Uh, thank me later comments. Uh, this didn't age well. You know what's funny? Okay, so like the video I put out yesterday, right? I, a lot of the times I'll be starting off with the bra bets of underdog. And I was like, bro, like Darrell Williams over 14 and a half rushing yards, lock of the century. Guy fucking rips off a 12-yard run in the first quarter in his first run. I'm like, this is, you know, he might go for fucking a buck 20. Let alone he ends up with like 11 yards. Somehow goes the next four quarters getting negative one yard. And this was the first bet I lost in like seven videos. I was like seven. I was on a fucking heater. But then, of course, the next 200 video uh, comments on the videos were like, this didn't age well. This aged poorly. And like that kind of triggers me. But I don't really give a fuck. I've been in the content game long enough that like everything I say is on record. So, of course, I'm going to get shit wrong. Very, very very aware of that my problem is like dude if you're gonna come do that like say something funny or original you know like this didn't age well it's like bro that was like barely funny in 2016 at least like put some originality behind the content dude you know like oh i took my wife's fucking savings and now my kids have to drink my pee in the morning you know because we can't like do something kind of funny at least like the this didn't age well comments they're only they're not like triggering because I got the bet wrong. They're just triggering because I'm like, ah, I thought my like my audience was like funnier or more original or, you know, just something along those lines. But like, please just think before you fucking put a this didn't age well comment. It's just not it's not funny at all. Van fan trying to decide who to flex half PPR Foreman, Freeman and Knox. Ooh, uh, so I have Freeman. I blow I above Deonta Foreman. I still think that, you know, Pittsburgh D is obviously not what it was. It's still a D that I think you can probably put as like an above average defense. He should get a lot of work, but still a committee there. Um, Freeman without Jackson, I'm probably going to stay away from. Uh, I want to say, I feel like I probably have Knox ranked the highest of all those. Yeah, I do. I have Knox up at 37 in my flex. I have Devonta Freeman down at 55 and Deonta Foreman down at 57. So Freeman and Foreman are back-to-back in my rankings. And then I have Knox pretty significantly uh, ahead of those guys. So I like I like Knox, especially with Emmanuel Sanders out. Dak or Hill? Uh, I'll, go, I'll go Dak there. I'm nervous about Hill this week. I don't know why. I just feel like... Brady's going to have a good game plan to stop. I don't know. It's ridiculous because he's not on the fucking defensive side of the ball. But I feel like he I low-key feel like Brady's going to be in the defensive meetings this week and be like, no, this is how you stop Taysom Hill. And then it's going to work. Pick one half PPR Mooney St. Brown Parker. Wow. Uh, So I love Mooney now that Allen Robinson's out. But I don't think you can go away from Devontae Parker. Assuming Jalen Waddle is out. If Jalen Waddle is out, I think Devontae Parker is like a must start this week. His floor is so high, whereas I think Mooney's floor, Mooney probably has a higher ceiling, uh, but his floor is super, super concerning still. So I would go Parker there, Ryan. Any more info about the Big Dog offseason entrepreneurial series? Um, is that are you referring to the content series where we're going from like A to Z, how to go from 
ideation of like something you're passionate about to like a full-time content creator. Lou, just a follow-up question. Is that what you're referring to? The video I put out recently? Dalvin 35 on Monday night. Yo, he better put up a fucking 50 spot. Only way I'm beating one chance. But I think he's got a good chance. Chicago is like down every defensive player they have. No Alexander Madison. Dalvin, Dalvin realistically could <laughs> show us why he was actually the number two pick this year. And it would be massive for the program. Tiered PPR, pick two. Christian Kirk, Rashad Penny, Melvin Gordon, Julio Jones. I like Christian Kirk and definitely not Julio. Rashad Penny, Melvin Gordon are, are close, but I, I feel like Melvin Gordon's kind of earned that. I don't. I mean, the, the matchup for Rashad Penny is brutal. So unless like Aaron Donald goes on the COVID list or something over the next couple of days, then I would probably go Kirk and Melvin Gordon, Bryson. Full PPR, pick two running backs plus a flex, Connor, Edmonds, J-Rob, Ramondre, Devontae Parker. Oh, Lord. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna run with the first three running backs. Connor, J-Rob, Ramondre. I think you, you can't go wrong with that workload. Unless unless there's reports that the Arizona backfield situation gets really tricky where Connor Edmonds, obviously, because they're both now expected to play. If there are reports that like saying that James Connor is going to be on a limited snap count or have a limited role, I would move off of him to Devontae Parker. I would, if we get any sort of negative inkling towards James Conner and what his role is going to be on Sunday, move towards Devontae Parker. But I think you have a lot of really good uh, start options. J Rob, I think, has to be in your lineup with uh, Hyde out and Urban Meyer out. Ramondre, obviously, with Damian Harris out. So J Rob, Ramondre for sure. And then lean Conner because he's earned that. But if, uh, if there's anything bad towards his reports, I'd go towards Parker. Was good, big Larry. Lara Hova. Would you marry Zendaya if it meant no more Margs ever? I'd marry Zendaya tonight if it meant I died tomorrow. Yo, I'm here. We can start now. Ah, fuck. I'm actually about to end it. It's nice seeing you guys. See you guys tomorrow. Thanks, boss. Start two, Jacobs from Andre Corderell. Uh, ooh, oof. Um, okay, I have, I, I want to say I have Jacobs and Corderell as my top two. Is this a full PPR? I almost, I almost want to say I have Jacobs as 10, Corderell at eight, Ramondre at 14, but that's half PPR. The gap certainly closes. I have Jacobs at nine, Corderell at 10, Ramondre Stevenson at 12. So that's the way I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Cleveland's down bad when it comes to COVID. Corderell, I, you can make the argument for Stevenson over Corderell Patterson. Though they're super close in my rankings because uh, Corderell's not really catching passes anymore, man. He's just he's playing as like the full two down grinder back, but it's pretty much resulted in like a touchdown every time. He just hasn't really shown the ceiling. So I would say if you need more ceiling, I would probably look towards Ramondre over over Corderell. As crazy as it is to say, because Corderell's put up like a couple 30-point games. It's just not really getting that treatment right now, man. He ain't getting that good, good treatment. Papa Nick, let's do this. Miami versus Jets, Eagles. Oh, it's got to be Eagles, bro. It has to be Eagles at this point. They're my number one ranked defense for the week. I just moved them above Miami today with the news that uh, whoever their fucking quarterback was is out now. Yes, that's serious. Okay, yeah, so... Uh, <clears throat> So the way I want to do that series, this is going to be a different a different piece of content than I've ever done before. Most of my content is like this, where I'm at my desk, 
or when I interview people in the industry, it's like one-on-one Zoom calls, whatever the case may be. I want to make this more of a production. I want to make this shit like cinematic. I want to make this, I want to make these, this series the best piece of content that I've ever made before. And I want to put a lot of hours into it, a lot of research, a lot of script, a lot of, you know, everything into this. So with that being said, I plan on launching it. I believe the date is March 22nd. First episode tentatively and almost definitely dropping on March 22nd because March 22nd would mark the five-year anniversary of the first vlog I ever put out after leaving my job. So I put out a, a vlog five years ago. I was way uglier. I had a lot less facial hair. But the fucking grind was there. And uh, and I put out that vlog a couple days after I left my last full-time job. And I was just like, I'm going to go off and, and fucking run it up and try to make this thing my own. And, and you know, go after my, my dream and my passion. Um, and that was March 22nd, 2017. And I think it would be cool to have like a little bit of a flashback that morphs into today. So I think that will be the tentative first date for it. And then there'll probably be weekly episodes released after that. Papa Nick, I plead my case full PPR, Devontae Parker versus Jets, Ayuk versus Falcons. Uh I will I think I'd probably go Parker. I just trust his role a little bit more with Waddle out. Waddle plays in Ayuk, but if Waddle does not play then Parker. As a follow-up, half PPR, Gage or Knox? Uh, definitely Knox. Adam, pick two, PPR, Lamb, Debo, Mooney. Love Mooney's upside, and Debo hasn't been a wide receiver one like before. Yeah, I mean, Lamb definitely in your lineup. Um, Mooney, Dan, uh, Mooney and Debo get super close. Yeah, I, I think I actually might agree with you. I might not have it in my rankings like this because it's, it's kind of annoying. Um ranking Debo in the wide receiver slot and also like Corderell Patterson in the wide receiver slot in the fantasy pros expert like website shit. Um, so yeah, man, I, I actually don't think, I actually don't think that's a bad move. I like Mooney's upside a little bit more too, because it, it doesn't look like Elijah Mitchell is going to play, which means it doesn't look like Debo Samuel is going to play wide receiver. Where are we? How do you feel about Pittman's playoff schedule of Pats in Arizona? Would you start guys like Van Jefferson and Devontae Parker over him? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would I would start those two guys over him this week. Right now, I think I have. I definitely have Devontae Parker ranked over him. And I want to say I probably have Van Jefferson, too, as long as Odell misses, for sure. How's your day, Nick? Fucking terrible, dude. I didn't sleep well. I played Kelsey in both of my leagues, like... I have to film with Animal and One Chains in like an hour. Like I couldn't have named a worse start to my fucking day. I'm like four cups of coffee deep and it's not even 2 p.m. yet. I do have a date tonight though, which I'm looking forward to, which which will be fun. And then I got tickets to the Comedy Cellar tomorrow night. And then we're live streaming all day Sunday. That's, that'll be fun. Uh, Animal and One Chains are coming to HQ on Sunday. 
and we're going to be live streaming for all the games. So you guys can join us there. So the, the rest of the weekend will be great. Today fucking stinks, though. Oh, also back to that series, Lou, that you asked before. Uh, the reason I want to wait on it to start filming it, too, I want to I forgot this. This is I didn't connect the two dots there of why it made sense for me to wait. Uh, I want to make this a very high quality production series. And I want to wait until we get into the office. We are about to close the deal on our office space. We got the contract sent over us today. I just have to have a commercial real estate attorney look it over, um, cross our T's, dot our I's, you know, drink our margs, whatever. And I think the lease will start on February 1st. So once we're in there, then we'll be, I'll be with the team and we can like brainstorm and, and do fun shit together and film around the city and, and do whatever. So I don't want to do it like from my apartment in my room by myself. I want to wait till the team and, and everywhere, everything is together. I took my family's money. Now my kids drink my pee in the morning. Like, no, like fuck, fuck, fucking. That's what I'm saying. Like dude, grow up. Goddard or Foster PPR worried about Goddard. If hurts plays, uh, no, I'm going to play Goddard. I'm going to be honest with you. Actually, I'm not going to, I'm not going to front here. Who is Foster? Who are you talking about with Foster? Am I tripping right now? Or did you do a typo or do I just not know? Oh, you mean Foster Moreau? I don't think I've ever heard of someone, uh, refer to him as Foster, but no, I'm definitely not going. I mean, dude, if you're not going to trust Goddard, how could you possibly trust Foster uh, Moreau after the last two weeks? No way we get that cute. Koenig. Oh, this is too long. I'm not reading. I'm not reading all that. I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you or, or I'm happy for you. I'm just kidding. We'll fucking read it for you. Half PPR. Pick one running back, two wide receivers, one flex. Zeke, Pollard, Foreman, Hilliard, Craig, Reynolds, Marvin. All right, this is fucking absurd. <laughs> this is actually absurd. I wish I didn't read this. Um, let's go with one running back first. Definitely not Hilliard. Dude, I kind of like Craig Reynolds. I do think it'll probably be getting a little bit too cute if we go with him over Foreman and Zeke. Yeah, what I would probably do here is you're talking about Deonta Foreman, correct? If it's Deonta Foreman, I would probably play Zeke and Deonta Foreman. Two wide receivers. Yeah, I'd probably go with Marvin and, and Bateman. I don't, I don't, you definitely can't play Sutton at this point. I mean, sure, he could have a big game, but like last time he had a big game was fucking pre COVID. Same thing with Julio. Yeah, I guess I'd. I'd go Marvin and Bateman. It was good to see some chemistry between Bateman and, and Huntley. And then, uh, dude, oh, Trevor Lawrence's first last, like, week one was his biggest game, and it was against the same opponent. So, like, could see a little bit of a repeat here. Trevor Lawrence has thrown one touchdown in the last six games, which is fucking absurd. I didn't realize that until I heard that on a podcast today, dude. The NFL and NFLPA are in active discussions about postponing multiple Week 15 games in light of recent COVID cases per sources. Please fucking don't. No. No. Just don't. There's just no fucking reason for it. Just let me play a depleted, understaffed one chains. What is that Schefter tweet? 
What do you mean? What did Schefter tweet? Love a good, love a good Schefter tweet. Raiders are supposed to board buses to go to the airport at 11.15 a.m. Pacific time, and some players have said they're being told it's time to stand down. Jadavion Clowney has tested positive for COVID. What Schefter tweet are you talking about? Javante, Foreman, Pollard, Penny, Singletary, A.J. Green, Titty Higgins. Please bless with a flex and an RB. Uh, Javante and Titty Higgins. I'm just excited to see Snacks rant on his notes this weekend about the free. So, <laughs> yeah, honestly, Snacks' uh, notepad each weekend is like slowly becoming some of the best BDG content each week. I'll make sure that my eulogy is shorter for you to read when I die then. Thanks, bud. I'm, I might be dead before you. All right, y'all. Uh, we're approaching the 30-minute mark, and that means I am fucking done with your bullshit. I'm just kidding. I love you. Um... But if you're new here, of course, subscribe to the channel. And if you want to be in the Q and Assault for next week, championship week, semifinal week, whatever, 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 you can sign up for our membership on bdge.store forward slash community. Become a big dog member, become a goat member, whatever you want. It's all listed for you there. When you become a member, you get into the Q and Assault. You also get my weekly rankings. You get our dynasty, our brand dynasty rankings. You get access to dynasty leagues in the off season. All them shits. All right, I love you. And uh, and one last time, fuck Travis Kelsey. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.